Welcome to the HR Ins and Outs for Small Business Podcast. My name is Matt Filer. I'm here also with the host, Cindy Filer, CEO of Innovative Outsourcing. And today we are going to be talking all about onboarding. This is the first part of our series. Uh, we have put up um, a blog and a newsletter about this already, but kind of wanted to talk through a little bit about onboarding. We think it's so important to not only the hiring process, but we think it also plays a huge role in the retention process. So, uh, Cindy, I'm going to hand it over to you uh, and talk us through a little bit about pre-boarding, which is kind of that first stage of onboarding. Yeah, so a lot of times we get these great um, employees. We've gone through the whole recruiting process. It's a really um, exciting time because we finally found that one person. It may have taken us a month or three months. It might have cost us a lot of money to find the person. So all of a sudden, we have this great person, and so they're going to start in two weeks or four weeks. Um, But during that time, we think, okay, we've made the offer, and for these two or four weeks, we're not going to do anything um, except maybe put them on payroll at the very end of that four weeks. Well, I think that's a mistake because, you know, we we look at this one statistic that Robert Half put out, and it says 91%, even after accepting a position, 91% are willing to quit within the first month and 93% during the probation period if the job doesn't match their expectations. That's crazy. I mean, is that not That's an amazing? Crazy. It's a scary statistic. That's I brought crazy. that up with a group of people recently, and they were like, oh my gosh, I would have never guessed that once somebody took an offer, and this isn't just one level of person, it's, it's the majority of people, obviously. And so we have to be careful. Once we make that offer, they accept that offer, we are basically still in recruiting mode until they walk through the front door and then after that as well. Yeah. So we have to stay on high level mode of making sure that this person not only accepts the offer, but then keeps the offer and starts working and continues working. It never really ends. Yeah. And you always talk about the first 30 days. The first 30 days is that pre-boarding kind of process or in that onboarding process is so crucial. But we're even talking about, which I think everyone thinks of onboarding as those first 30 days. But we even are talking yeah, from about start of hire from the date that they're from the date that they start. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think that's what we think about normally with with onboarding. However, we're even going before that today with the pre-boarding and everything that goes into that. And so kind of want you to talk through a little bit about, you know, what, you know, what a company, what a small business should do between when the offer is accepted and then prior to the start date. Yeah. So a couple of things um, is, you know, you really want to stay top of mind with them. You need to make sure that, you know, that day or two after that they accept that offer, you're sending them something, whatever you have with a logo on it, to their home address. You know, you're sending them something like a t-shirt or a mug or something that, you know, they'll get excited about with a note from you saying, we are so excited that you're coming, you know, to see us. Here's here's a basket of goodies from us with some M&Ms or something. Um, you know, get excited about working for the XYZ company. Um, and then, you know, so maybe like three or four days after that offer is accepted, you know, make sure that you have their coworkers communicate with them. So the people that are going to be sitting beside them, maybe they're maybe the hiring manager, if that's not you, um, or just people in their area, up to six or seven people, have them send emails to this person saying, hi, my name is such and such, you know, I'm going to be actually sitting next to you in the cube. And you know, we're gonna, we're really excited. We love working here. You know, it doesn't have to be a very long thing, but just kind of introducing themselves and just saying they're excited. Have them do that all in the same day because that really does provide a really cool um, kind of hit, 
you know, like they go, oh my gosh, all this happened in one day. So, you know, then, you know, that's three days after the offer is accepted. And then a couple days later, five days after the offer accepted, maybe share with them a schedule of kind of what their first week is going to look like. Um, because as you know, it's really important in that that time for them to know, oh gosh, they are already, they're already organized. Like during that first week, um, I'm going to be meeting with, um, you know, Bill and Jan, and I'm going to have lunch with Sue, and then I'm going to learn about the product through this product owner. And, you know, then we have a dinner that night with such and such. And so again, it, it all shows that you're a valid company, that you have pre-thought about what you're going to do on those first days with them at work. And it validates that, oh, this, I made a great decision. Because again, what you're wanting to do here is you're wanting to continue to validate, I made a good decision. Because what happens during this pre-boarding period, sometime after they got the offer from you, they were interviewing with other companies, right? Yeah. You yeah. know, they were interviewing, like we see that, you know, they're all interviewing the for several companies. And, the and those companies, you know, I almost say it's like recruiting in football. It's not like when you commit somewhere that the other schools are going to stop recruiting you. They're right. going to keep recruiting you. It's just there's almost like a leader in the clubhouse, right? Well, yeah, because so, they don't even know that you've gotten the offer. Exactly. And so they can come back and say, you know, they, you know, maybe they interviewed two weeks before and they just hadn't gotten you an offer. Yep. So that person accepts the offer and then all of a sudden they get another offer. Yeah. So when absolutely. they get another offer to, you know, well, if you've gotten, they've gotten this cool mug from you. They've gotten all these emails from the staff. They know exactly how they're going to be onboarded. They're more apt to say, I'm going to stick with my original decision. Yeah. Right. Um, so just, you know, that's why we're doing it and making sure that they go, oh, that's why I wanted to work here. Um, and then, you know, we always say that one of the major things we can do is maybe six to eight days after that offer is accepted, um, to have the CEO call them. You know, the CEO, you may be one of the CEO that was the hiring manager, so you may have already called them. But if you haven't, having that CEO, um, we have one client who, um, they have 180 employees. And the CEO calls every new hire within a week after their job offer. Not when they start, but after their job offer. And said it's highly effective. Oh, yeah. Um, and if they, you know, sometimes it's it's not a number that they they know, so they don't answer the phone. But just have them leave him or her, that CEO, leave their phone number. And so they can call them back. It is hugely impactful, and it also sets them up to, oh my gosh, this is a different kind of company. Yeah, we're gonna have, I'm gonna have a different experience here as an employee. So all of those things, you know, make sure if it is like maybe four or five weeks, let's say they're they're moving into town or whatever, and it's gonna be not two weeks but four or five weeks. Make sure that like on every Friday you email them. This is what went on in our department this week. These are the things we've asked, we've decided that you're gonna work on when you're here. You know, just kind of keep communicating with them because what you want to do is make sure that communication is regular and they can count on it so that they just don't ghost them, you know, and yeah. just work on the stuff that you have. And we think this happens a lot in small businesses because small businesses get busy, right? You know, if you're, it might be if you're working for a Home Depot or you're working for a Delta Airlines, they might have people that are told to follow up with you within that first week or are going to communicate with you regularly until your start date if you're starting in two to three weeks, right? So, but there's probably not if the CEO or the COO or the CFO is the hiring manager on the role, it may not be that anyone's reaching out to, to these people that just got hired. And so, but we think this is critically important because it makes them feel almost important before that even starts to the 30 days and gets you even on a better footing than, you know, you could be without it. Yeah. You know, if you think about it, if they get really excited about working there, 
when they're first there, that first day is going to be a great day, even a better day than if they hadn't heard from you for two weeks and they're just hoping you're still existing and their job still exists. So again, we need to make sure that we stay in that constant contact with them. Um, you know, we're going to talk on the next one about new hire paperwork a little bit. Um, I know that doesn't sound very exciting, but it's amazing how that kind of shows the employer, the new employee, how organized you are. And if it's a company that they really think they want to work for. Um, I will leave on this note. I had um, one of my, um, I'm in a WPO group, which is Women Presidents Organization. And I shout had out. A, a shout out to Women Presidents Organization. And I had one of our uh, members read this blog of ours about pre-boarding. And she said, you know, I've always done onboarding pretty well, but I've never even thought about pre-boarding. And she's in an industry where it's hard to get candidates. And once you get them, it's hard to keep them. And so she sent me, this is two days after the blog went out, she sent me a picture of these gifts that were beautiful that she was putting in the mail with logo things on it and all kinds of cool things to people she had just hired, and they happened to be doctors. Um, and she was sending those to people and saying, I never even um, thought about this, and then told me this time when she saw me how great that it was and how much they appreciated it. So again, these are not really expensive things to yeah. do. They're not going to cost $10,000, but it's amazing the impact you can have with a little bit of money and a lot of bit of strategy. That could save you $10,000 of recruiting time. So I think it's really important. Thank you for listening to our podcast on onboarding, uh, specifically the pre-boarding. Uh, this is something that we think is is really important. Um, those first 7, 10, 14 days when someone is uh, hired and they, they accept the offer to when they start at the new job. So we think this is extremely important. Uh, and so this is just the first of a lot of uh, episodes on onboarding. We have a lot to say on this matter. Uh, please like and subscribe. Uh, and listen and download on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate all the support and we love hearing um, everyone that, that listens to the podcast. So uh, please uh, keep commenting and, and uh, asking us different things that we can talk about. We really do appreciate that. Uh, and we will talk to you next time.